everyone. Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word, we're in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. And I'd like to share verses 25 to 35 with you. And then let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today about faith, faith in waiting, and faith in responding. So if you would, hear the word of the Lord. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout. He was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace, as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. So in the days of Jesus, there were many people who were anticipating the coming of the Messiah. And there, there was a particular reason for that. And, and primarily that was because of the prophecy that was given by God through the prophet Daniel. We read about this in Daniel 9, 25 and 26. And what we see here is that, that God through Daniel is pointing toward the coming of the anointed one, even the death of the anointed one, which will appear as though, it'll make it appear as though the anointed one has accomplished nothing. This points even to the destruction of the temple, which happens in 70 AD at the hand of the Romans, and, and even to the second coming of Jesus Christ and the end or the culmination of all of, of history. And so I, I wanted to share this with you, uh, Daniel 9, 25 and 26. Now listen and understand, seven sets of seven plus 62 sets of seven will pass from the time the command is given to rebuild Jerusalem until a ruler, the anointed one, comes. Jerusalem will be rebuilt with the streets and strong defenses despite the perilous times. After this period of 62 sets of seven, the anointed one will be killed, appearing to have accomplished nothing. And a ruler will arise whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. The end will come with a flood and war and its miseries are decreed from that time to the very end. Now, what we find is, again, that this has been pointing forward to this very time period in which we read about uh, Simeon here. This is the reason that there are so many false messiahs who arise during this time period. As a matter of fact, this, this very issue comes up in the book of Acts in chapter 5. 
the, uh, the, the followers of Jesus, the, the apostles in particular, are beginning to get into trouble with the religious officials. And, and before the Sanhedrin now, they're trying to figure out what are we going to do with these guys. It, uh, it has been suggested that they need to, well, be eliminated. But listen to what, uh, what Gamaliel, who, by the way, was the rabbi under which Paul uh, studied, Listen to what he says. This is Acts chapter 5, and we'll read verses 35 to 39. Then he said to his colleagues, Men of Israel, take care what you're planning to do to these men. Some time ago there was that fellow, Thutis, who pretended to be someone great. About 400 others joined him, but he was killed, and all his followers went their various ways. The whole movement came to nothing. After him, at the time of the census, there was Judas of Galilee, he got people to follow him, but he was killed too, and all his followers were scattered. So my advice is this. Leave these men alone. Let them go. If they are planning and doing these things merely on their own, it will soon be overthrown. But if it is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may even find yourselves fighting against God. And of course, uh, we know that the movement did not fall apart. And the reason that we are, friends, followers of Jesus now is that, in fact, this was of God. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. The Holy Spirit was given to the church. The gospel of Christ has advanced by the power uh, of God. So, back to Simeon now. In this time period, Simeon, along with so many others, are yearning for the coming of the Messiah. He wants to see the kingdom of God come. And he is given by the Holy Spirit this most precious promise that, that he would not die until he had actually laid eyes on the Messiah, on God's anointed King, the Savior. Now, we don't know how old he, uh, he was exactly. We, we don't know how long he had been waiting. It, it seems just by what he says that he is an, an old man and that he had been waiting a long time. You just, you kind of get that sense by him saying, now you can dismiss your servant in peace. Now I can die in peace because I have seen the Messiah. That's the implication at any rate, but, but whatever the time period was, he clearly waited in faith. He looked forward to what God had promised, and he trusted in God to fulfill that promise. But not only did Simeon wait in faith, we see also that he responded in faith. The Spirit oppressed upon him that he must go to the temple on that day. And in fact, uh, he did. And he actually got to hold the incarnate Son of God, Jesus, the Savior, in his arms. What if he had made excuses? What if he had stifled the Holy Spirit? What if he had decided to do something else that day? What would he have missed? How would anything else that he did that day compare to what he did in obedience to the movement of the Holy Spirit. 
Now, friends, today, and this connects us with Zechariah 14 that we also read today, today we are also waiting for the Messiah, not for His first coming. We are waiting for the second coming of the Messiah. We read in Zechariah 14 that, that violence will continue, but friends, will continue only for so long the Scripture promises, God promises, that the Messiah will come and that He will, he will stand upon the Mount of Olives. Right? This, is, this is the mount that, that you, you can look across uh, the, the Kidron Valley. You can look across to Jerusalem. And Jesus came down that mountain in, in the Mount of Olives. He came down and, and on into Jerusalem in victory on what we call Palm Sunday, right? And that, that was his triumphal entry before his crucifixion. But, Lord, but the Lord will, on the day of his return, stand upon that Mount of Olives and, and bring about the renewal of all things. No wonder, friends, that that region, that that, that place is so contested because it, it is... The, the location where Jesus Christ will return and bring the renewal of all things. And so, as we wait, not knowing how long it will be, we pray, of course, come Lord Jesus, come, as we read at the end of Revelation. We watch and we wait with faith. We trust in the promises of God that the suffering, the violence, the disease, death will be no more. One day this will happen. And we not only wait in faith, but we are responsive in faith. When God says it in His Word, we trust it. When, when we read from His Word and we gain instruction or correction, we yield to it. We do it. And, and, as the Spirit prompts us, especially <laughs> as the Spirit prompts us to do good in the name of Jesus, which is most often the prompting of the Spirit. Say a good word to this person. Serve this person. Give this. Do that. Go there. We do it. We watch with faith. We respond with faith, knowing that what we are doing has eternal significance. We don't want to miss anything that God has planned for us. So we watch and we respond in faith. And may it be so in Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.